0: Welcome, welcome everyone to the Creators Flow podcast brought to you by Wilfrid's Leather Co., your go-to destination for all things crafting, creativity, and artistry. I'm your host, Ethan Williams, and I'm thrilled to have you join us for this exciting journey. Whether you're an experienced leather worker, an inspiring artist, or just someone curious about the world of leather, this podcast is your backstage pass to insights, stories, and inspiration. We're here to explore the intersections of art, craft, and creativity through the lens of leather. Every episode, we sit down with leather crafters, artists, creatives, brands across the globe where they share their journeys, their struggles, and their triumphs. From traditional techniques to innovative design, each guest brings a unique perspective that will leave you inspired and ready to embark on your creative journey. And without further ado, let's get this thing going. So the very first person I'm going to have on the show is Christopher from Royal Leatherworks. This man is out of Minnesota, USA, and he makes some of the most gorgeous, gorgeous card holders I have ever seen. Actually, he just recently won the the contest there by, um, who was that by? That was by, um, oh shit, who was that? Oh, Justin Starr. He just recently won that contest by Justin Starr, and uh, I was uh, one of the the suppliers who were giving away, um, like, as winnings, leather hides or tools. For me, I gave away the leather hides. I picked Christopher's work because it's clean, it's crisp. Damn, it looked nice. What was that? That was the no-mo challenge is the one I'm thinking of. Um, so we kind of had a little bit of dialect after that, and I said, hey, man, let's get on the podcast. Let's do this thing uh and uh, so here we are, so i'm gonna invite Christopher on, and we're gonna go and get going uh talking about everything leather, everything we can possibly talk about um and uh yeah, let's do it
1: Christopher how's it going, man? hey, it's good thanks thanks for having me Ethan.
0: absolutely good to be dude, here. absolutely
1: yeah
0: how's your week been how's your month been September?
1: yeah, well uh my kids start in school so <laughs> as you can imagine everything is super busy um yeah. yeah just filling up the weekdays and the weekends and jobs keeping me busy and then uh just of course crafting in between at any moment I get so yeah, yeah. but family life takes up a lot of my time but no, it's been good it's been really good yeah I can imagine you said kids how old you got two then or three yeah I've got two here. Yep. So an eight-year-old daughter and a five-year-old son. So they do keep me busy for sure. Yeah, of
0: course. So how, how are you finding time with making, like doing your craft?
1: Yeah, you know, that's that's a big thing. A lot of times as a creative person, I feel like we are night owls. So okay. after everyone sleeps, you know, that's when you get the, get the crafting done. So I've been trying to find time during during that time, usually on weekends too everyone's asleep. I'll just wake up early and craft in as well. So any chance I get, I'm trying to craft.
0: Are you making right now just through like your, um, are you just doing through messages orders or
1: do you have, you don't have a website quite yet, right? Uh, no. Yeah. So right now my website's in the works. Uh, Um, my big goal is to finish off all the custom orders I have right now, Mm -hmm. since I mainly go through DM and really, really just turn that off for now and focus on my website so that I can have that up and get some things automated a bit.
0: You've been doing the craft for a bit though now from like, I don't know, I don't know if that's true or not, but judging by your followers and like the skill of your makes, it seems like you've been doing it for a damn long time. Um, So was getting a website out not super important at the first kind of when you got started? Or like, when did it become important? And why wasn't it before? Wow. yeah I mean I think
1: a I think a website's hugely important, especially yeah. for sustainability mm-hmm. and that's the biggest thing that i wanna do is to have it be more sustainable yeah um I've actually not been crafting that long, so no um just been no I've just been fortunate enough to just be a crafty person in general, yeah, and my whole family I come from a family of engineers, so we kind of okay. kind of when we get into something we wanna kind of be perfectionist about it so that's um fair. yeah, so it pretty much just immediately went through, um, yeah, see some of my stuff there, but um yeah. pretty much just once I got my hands on it, I was like, wow, like i I love doing this, and I put in so many hours, so as, as far as like time wise, not been doing this for a very long time, mm-hmm. going on two years now, actually, um I actually first started my Instagram on in October, so <laughs> October last year. So, it's not been up very long. I just wanted to say, hey, let's put this up there and see how it goes. Yeah. And it's been just kind of exploding. So, I I realized that uh, custom orders started coming more and more and more and more. Yep. And that pretty much just took up my time. So, it's it just kind of took off on me once I once I did launch.
0: So, what was like when you first were getting you said October? Yeah. Like what was that what did that mean for you when you first got it started? Like was it like Wasting a bunch of money, trying out different leathers, or was it like being super detailed with like trying to find that perfect, like not sh- being smart about, you know, yeah. sourcing leather.
1: Like, how did you kind of go about the first intros for it? Yeah, Well, when I first started, I just, I went to my local Tandy and picked up a hide there yeah, okay. and they, they had a sale, they had a sale going on and I bought like a large hide for like 70 bucks, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and I said, well, cause. I I see people making their leather goods, and I kind of want to follow what they're doing. Yeah. So I bought some harness, Wicken and Craig harness leather, some English bridle, and what else? I was like, "Yep, up three, three and a half." Yeah. Yeah, that's the most common what I use three, three and a half. Yeah. For certain leathers, and I'm sure we'll get into it, but certain leathers like Pueblo, I'm at three and a half to four because it's just the temper on it's a little softer. Yep. Um, uh, but Initially I started practicing some of my ideas on this harness leather and bridle leather and I was like, I am wasting so much leather because I'm <laughs> I'm just like getting into it, you know. So right fortunately now when I prototype, a lot of the times my prototype is usable and it's pretty darn close to where I want it to be. But um yeah, that's through trial and error with certain leathers, but also I am a huge like proponent. I like I really just tell people, ask people questions. Like it doesn't matter if they have 100,000 followers or 50,000 followers or like 500 followers. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to get out there and ask them, hey, what are you using? What have yeah. you found that works for you? Just ask those questions. And so I've been fortunate enough to be able to connect with some pretty good makers, and they kind of steered me in the right direction. Yeah, that's the
0: thing I kind of noticed about you is like you're – you seem like like just how – I guess how do we – Well, we connected through the NOMO challenge. Yeah. yeah, Through Justice Star. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, just like really quick, I think we had like three messages back and forth. And I was like, oh, I really like this guy already. (laughs) So like, I mean, that, that kind of, that nature makes it, it makes the community more exciting when more people are like that. When you're easy to talk to, you're easy. And if you're easy to talk to, you're generally easy to learn from, right? So, right. I just think that like the community that we're in is, is it was growing really quick. I think maybe yeah. it's kind of slowed down a little bit now since, since like we're all back outside again. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like it's such a tight knit community that you can go out and learn from whoever.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. And also with the way that, and specifically because most of the stuff is through Instagram, mm-hmm. like most of the connections are made through through that through reels especially and yeah. stuff so and i've seen by posting my own reels i've seen the ones that are like this is how you do this or this is how it's made mm-hmm. those videos tend to get more attention mm-hmm. at least in my experience so you know being able to throw a comment on there from the maker and say hey i was looking into this tool or what kind of leather are you using here you know certain questions that you might have The response is pretty quick, typically, you know, I I try to be, I know for myself, I try to respond to everyone um, as quickly as I can, just to, I want to be relevant, not to do it out of like necessity, but I want to be like out there and say, Hey, like, if you ever need help, I'm, I'm an open book. I don't have many secrets, you know?
0: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Instagram seems to be pretty good for that. Like, what are, what other social channels, like, do you use any for connecting with the community? Like
1: Reddit or anything like that? Um, mostly just that or Facebook. You know, yeah. I've, I've made a lot, actually quite a few sales on Facebook, but that's like even through my personal Facebook. Okay. I'll share it on my like on Royal Leatherworks Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then I will, so I'll post it there and I'll share it on my personal page with my friends and family. Okay. And of course, I'll make it open to the public and then they'll share it. So I've gotten a lot of custom orders through that too. Yeah. But mainly those two Instagram facebook um just a few on youtube kind of youtube's different i feel like some people are they'll post their stuff on youtube and it'll be like wildly popular and then they'll go over to instagram and it's just like really low view count things like that but then it's the other way around for me you know so Hmm. and
0: uh i want to i want to ask you out of these Mm -hmm. so there's no doubt that you have some type of photography background Cause like these images are like i they're crisp they're beautiful and i can't i can't take photos like this at all i need to learn to but what can you tell me
1: a bit about that background yeah so several years ago i actually started shooting photography so that was a huge that's a, that that's my background really yep. um photo and then video i actually i bought a camera just to get into family photos because my daughter was growing and I was like, I want something that's better than my phone. So, and then I started posting photos of her. And then shortly after people were like, Hey, can you shoot my wedding? Can you, it kind of took off from there. So I had my own business. Um, Still do that uh, pretty much here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was like, you know what, I'm going to take that experience and bring it right into leather work. And I think that's one of the reasons what's helped the growth Yeah, Uh, because I just have that background. But I I get asked every week, you know, what should I my video settings be or how do you set up your lighting or what camera, especially camera and lighting. I get that question all the time.
0: What's uh, what's your favorite make? Like looking at your profile, if you could pick out your favorite make on here, what would it be?
1: Oh, man, you know, that's uh, the Guardian right there. I really like just. This I just right got here? the, yeah, yeah. I just got the Dream Factory, <laughs> so it's uh, you're probably gonna see gold on the next like several things. <laughs> but yeah, I I I've been oh, yeah. really enjoying making the Guardian lately. Yeah, the baseball stitch um, that actually stemmed from the normal challenge. So the baseball stitch did. It did, yeah. Okay. So I was actually inspired by Steve from single, So shout out to him. He's one of my favorite crafters um he makes he made that stitch and I was like you know what I'm gonna apply that to the Nomo challenge and yep. stuff so it was of course totally different I did it on the very last day that the contest mm-hmm. was open mm-hmm. and uh I actually I think I wanted something from you <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but uh that's it's just been really fun to make um otherwise I have my favorite make ever this is what, uh, it's not on my page, but it's this right here is my 12, 12 SD card holder, and this is like a prototype, uh, but I still use it today, so it's, it. um, yep, so this is made with uh, butero, 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 chestnut, yeah, chestnut, butero, yeah, <laughs> okay. uh, chestnuts, I didn't have any antique brass, otherwise I would have done that there, but, yep, I kind of Frankensteined it together. As you oh, can that's see. cool. Yeah. So I don't know if you can see that, but um, I've got 12, it holds 12 SD cards. So you can put business yeah. cards and things like that in there. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like threw it together with a bunch of scraps and it turned out like great. It turned out awesome. Yeah. I mean, there's small tweaks that I made to it, but mm-hmm. I I take this thing everywhere I go. Like on all my shoots, I take it everywhere. So, yeah. and it's aged pretty well, but it's my favorite thing so far.
0: Now what's your, how do you rank that leather?
1: I use it on, I mean, I've used it on the most of the stuff you see in my Instagram. Yeah. So it's up there with my top three. I would probably say favorite leathers. I'm getting into more leathers. So uh, Andrea from A-Leather, Yep. I've bought some big sample packs from her. So I'm gonna get exposed mm-hmm. to several other leathers. Um, but yeah, I really like the potato. It's great leather to work with. Temper's great. Depending on the color, <laughs> yeah. but it's been great. Yeah. So, what would the top three be for you then? I would say Minerva, smooth. Minerva? I love okay. Minerva. Yeah, yeah, Minerva's awesome. Uh, of course, Butero. I really enjoy it. It's just yep. consistent and it ages well. And then Pueblo. I love Pueblo. It's been So, it's going to go, go
0: Minerva, mm-hmm. Butero,
1: and then Pueblo maybe not in that order. I'd probably put, that's a tough one, really. <laughs> it's a tough one. I guess it depends uh, on what
0: you're making too, right? It depends
1: on what I'm making. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I, you know, I, I made a wallet because there wasn't a s- specific color I was looking for in Butetto. So I made it with a Minerva Smooth and I just fell in love with it. Like it's, the temper is awesome to work with. It smells, yeah. smells great because yeah, there's not, there's not a bigger compliment than when someone you hand someone something you sell and they just give it a nice whip <laughs> yeah. you know so yeah, yeah. yeah minerva's like that it's great smelling leather but uh yeah it depends on what what i make yep yeah i uh
0: to that point about the smell whenever when someone walks into the shop and they could do that like stop and do the deep inhale yeah. i'm
1: like yeah dude i know i know, I it know smells right? great in here. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah know. Um, her, like my wife she's pregnant right now so yeah. she can't handle much of anything so if I, like have too pl- much, if I have too much leather in there, she just, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anything, too much of anything, really. Yeah. No, I so. get
0: that. I get that 100%. Yeah. Um, what else did I want to talk to you about, about your profile page? Uh, Gold Forling. Oh, yeah, Gold
1: Forling. So you just got that machine yeah. in? Yeah, I, I, I bought it from another maker. Yeah. So. Yeah, he gave me a good deal on it. So I... I've been using that just really putting it through its paces and learning it. It's, it's nice because I don't have a clicker press. I was using just the one ton clicker press um, yep. from Viver. I don't know how to pronounce Bevor, it. Weber, yeah. Weber. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I had one of those. Um, the struggle with that is that when I did click out, like, my Knightsman, I have a, like, a you know, a die set for. So mm. when I click those out, you have to move it around so much. Mm-hmm. and stuff so um the dream factory has an attachment to do clicker press on it too yeah so it does it's really nice. yeah. yeah yeah so it's always nice i mean
0: yeah the, like the gold foiling like really does i mean it's just that extra little little touch to any make i find at least have it yeah. have you experimented with any other colors or just like or i i guess i shouldn't say gold foiling but have you experimented with other type of foils like the other colors
1: I haven't yet. I do want to yeah. get into, like, silver and then some other colors, of course.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, Yeah, for, for now just gold.
0: Yeah. I've seen the black. I don't know if you've seen that on any yeah. of the makes. That's a really cool-looking color on, on, like, a, I don't know, like a Cognac or a... Uh, oh, yeah. That, how do I pronounce that? Cognac? Cognac. There we go. Yeah. The Cognacs. I think the black uh, foil really stands out. Yeah, that's cool.
1: I'll have to look into that, too.
0: Yeah. No, it's awesome. You can even
1: do like a matte, a matte black with oh, a yeah. black oil. That's oh pretty yeah. Pretty sweet. Yeah, man.
0: Um, what do you say we get into our where the heck is it? What are we calling it? We can call it makers of the week segment.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Cool. So for any of you listening, uh the maker of the week segment is basically where we talk about makers that we follow, the makers that inspire us and we're gonna showcase some of their makes and more specifically their reels. So I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen and we're gonna go through it. Okay, can you see that uh, the screen on your end there?
1: Christopher? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can see that.
0: Awesome, so our first maker that I wanna shout out here is, let's pull them up, Keelan Honey over at Sunhouse Goods. So his, uh, his profile says, I make nice things for discerning people, custom leather goods designed and made by a lone craftsman in Durham, NC. Not a brand, just a guy. I like that.
1: Yeah. I like great. that
0: a lot. Uh, so I asked for a quick little profile of him and he gave me, Hey, I'm 26 year old. uh, 26 year old. I live in North Dakota. I'm self-taught. I employ both myself and my wife full-time with our fledging leather goods brand. We make purses, wallets, things for our customers, wholesales to business. And I also teach private lessons quite often as well. Cheers. That's impressive to be doing it full-time.
1: Yeah. 26 too yeah dude I mean that's pretty awesome
0: what's your thoughts on like going full-time like where are you like do you have the like the dream to do that or like the the timeline
1: yeah I mean I have some goals uh with Royal Leatherworks because I do want it to be sustainable for sure you know when my kids get old enough I'd like to show them how to how to craft as well yeah stuff so uh as of right now I'm not hundred percent on going full time into it yet uh, mm-hmm. it's it's hard it it's hard with the family right so there's yeah. a little more on the line <laughs> yeah so if I was single and just married you know I probably would take the lead for sure um, because Man. I see there's so much potential in it you know yeah I hear you so much
0: on that because I think it's like everybody whos st- I don't know maybe it's not everybody but I think what happens is you get kind of hooked to this craft and you want it to be a business. And like taking a step back and like being like, what's sustainable mean to me, right? Yeah, Yeah. is a good way of looking at it. But um,
1: this guy seems to be doing it. So that's awesome. He makes beautiful stuff. I I remember early on when I joined Instagram, I was actually intrigued by his bags. And then he had a really thick logo. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Where is that logo? Yeah, this one right here. What is that yeah, on? that
1: one. He's got some earlier on that he stamped on some of his wallets. I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, his. There. It's so impressive. His work is really impressive. I have yet to make a bag. I'm designing one right now. Uh, but yeah, they they look great.
0: I think uh, like bags for me were like the way to go. After yep. I started like transitioning over. Mm-hmm. um, for whatever reason, I just I liked them more. They weren't even really for me. They're more for like, like women, but right. for whatever reason, after I was done making a bag, I was that much more proud of the make. There's something about oh, yeah. just making something bigger sometimes, I think. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, let me this back up and for anyone who's, um, I just press That's awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, look at the consistency, you know, just making something that consistent, handmade is really impressive. Yeah. yeah.
0: Could you hear the audio? I couldn't hear it. You could not? No. Oh, damn. It's a uh, really catchy audio and i maybe I'll try to yeah. include it in like a, the clip editing, but there's something about like, like how, like picking a good, I think that's, I mean, that's kind of what reels are. You pick a good audio over a good video, then you have a good reel, right? right is there a, is there a pattern for you when you uh, when you pick your reels is there something that you're going for in it or are you going for more viral viral audios
1: um i pretty much hung on to like the just just the very chill relax relaxing kind of reel sounds um i know there are some makers that are like they just hit you with it you know it's very exciting and fun yeah um I, i've had more of the approach of like I'm just wow that was super relaxing you know people look at my reels and they're like I'm I'm at peace you know I had yeah, yeah, yeah. I had someone share one of my reels last week and they said that they get like usually ASMR stuff gives them like Anxiety and just, I don't know, just they just have this weird, weird, they get ticks or something. And mm-hmm. uh, but leather ASMR, they really enjoyed and they posted my reel and they were like, This is actually peaceful to me, so that was really encouraging. That's so, really
0: cool, yeah. Yeah, I can,
1: yeah, no, that's awesome.
0: Um, this one was your pick, Benjamin. Benjamin, Bob. yeah. You
1: want to tell me a little about him? I've been following him since the beginning, he is just. I mean, his stuff is just gorgeous, you know, and there are a certain amount of makers where you need sunglasses to look at their edges. They're just so shiny. Yeah. I, I feel like those candy edges are so desirable for so many people, but it has to, and I've had this discussion with several other makers before, it has to match your brand, your aesthetic. Yes. You know, something like those that, that matches his look, that matches his brand, you know? Yep. So and someone once someone said hey when you you know when you make shiny edges it's hard to it's hard to go back to <laughs> you know yeah, not yeah. keeping at that level so and i i tend to agree i feel like sometimes for my for my stuff it's it's hard to go back once you've experienced like oh this is what i can achieve yeah, but exactly. i have yet to do an edge like him <laughs> you know what do you think the time commitment is for an edge like that and sometimes they make more time doing the edges than they do building the wallets. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And there's, mm-hmm. and then there's no like huge secrets as far as I've, because I've asked several people their questions. It's just a bunch of elbow grease and sand. You know, go through the grits. Yeah. If go you, the, grits. the biggest thing is spending the most time on your first grit. So, you know, whether that's 180 or 220, a lot, a lot of them use 220. Mm-hmm. Just. If it's not completely flat or smooth with 220, go back and do it again and exactly. keep doing it. Yeah. So otherwise, you're polishing mistakes. Do you um do you use a Dremel at all?
0: Like, I um, do, but it
1: yeah. it really depends on the leather. Okay. For for pueblo, it's got a softer temper, so when you use a Dremel, it mushrooms out more. Mm. Even if I'm like not touching it as much, it mushrooms out more than, you know, like butero something like yeah. that so if it's got a softer temper i'll just use i'll just use my hand and sand hands in yeah
0: yeah fair yeah. enough yeah yeah here's the reel that uh that you picked so you oh, this yeah. is that 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 candy look that you're talking about right oh yeah
1: oh yeah it's definitely inspiring for sure yeah i just i don't understand how you can get that so crisp, <laughs> but he's crazy. been doing it for a long time yeah so. fair enough. fair enough yeah Oh, awesome. you can tell by his following as well. Yeah, what's he at? Hey, got to be know, over. That's...
0: How much um, – like, you have a pretty good following base. How much do you, like, care to see that grow? Or are you at the point, like, did you ever care? Do you care now? And if so, like, what's your – I mean, what's your relief from it?
1: Yeah, I mean, great questions. Um, when I first started, I – I gave a shout out to several makers because I was really inspired to start Mm -hmm. my leather journey through them because I started following them from my street photography page. So I had started asking them questions or like, yeah, go for it. Just go for it. Mm -hmm. So by that time I had just a bunch of leather workers that really inspired me. So when I started my page, I gave a lot of them a shout out and said, Hey, thank you. I'd like to, give thanks to like all these people because you've inspired me to start my own page yep and they put me put that in their stories and we're like hey follow this guy so immediately I started getting some followers just off of a couple of my first projects that I still have up there if the engagement's not there if the sales aren't there yep. then it's not all really what is it you know there's a lot of ghost accounts there's a lot of yeah people who follow me f- from overseas and they're never going to buy anything. They just, they're there for the content, you know? Yeah. So having a big following doesn't translate to sales necessarily. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there are more makers who have less of a following than me who are crushing it in sales. Mm-hmm. So, but it is encouraging though to see. And what do you think that is if, if they have less than you,
0: but they're, they're crushing it in sales? Like, how do you think they're distributing differently? Or how do you think, how do you think they're optimized their distribution? for for actually selling rather than content you know
1: yeah well website <laughs> it's probably yeah. a big one yep. emailing list those kinds of things where you don't really necessarily need instagram for those kinds of things to keep people yep. in the loop mm-hmm. so of course those are goals of mine but uh, another thing too is that a lot of times creatives like myself are very good at creating things mm-hmm. coming up with ideas you know and craft the, the whole crafting is an art yeah. But the business end of things is lacking. So, okay. yeah, it's it's pouring that time into the thing that you're more uncertain about, or being willing to say, "Hey, I need some help mm-hmm. in this area in marketing and business and setting up my website." Yep, you know, and being willing to not be the jack of all trades and try to do it all yourself. So,
0: so yeah. that's what you're kind of doing now is you're 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 yep. leaning on other people who who are more suited towards that.
1: Yeah, for sustainability, I definitely am reaching out. I've got a meeting here soon with a guy who's he mainly focuses on websites. So, and my goal with that is just to get something up, really, and just yeah. improve on it as I go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably be doing a lot more ready to ship stuff that yep. way. I can more so keep it on my own timeline, uh, make things, and just post them on the site. But yeah, leaning on other people who have more expertise in that that area. Do you have like a marketing um,
0: budget or like uh, thoughts of a campaign that you're going to be that you want to you do soon? I I don't know if you can hear me, but he froze on me. Oh, can you see me? One second here. Christopher's gone. Hey, you're back. Yeah, yep. Okay, we're good. Luckily, okay. we can just edit that out. So that's the thing, eh? Is that when, yeah. in lives, when I was doing lives, you couldn't, like, that happen. You just have to play with it and just keep yeah. talking to people following. Just have to roll
1: with it. Yeah. yeah. Are you following
0: with me? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we can edit this one out. So that's perfect. Sure. Yeah. Um, what was I asking?
1: Um, You were asking um if I'm connecting with other people, like in business and stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. I was, uh, so marketing, like from a marketing perspective, what are you, have you been doing any like marketing campaigns? Are you, or if not, are you, what, like, what's your thoughts on, on marketing paid marketing campaigns? I guess.
1: Yeah. I feel like if it works for you, go with it. Mm -hmm. Um, it honestly depends as well on, on the market. Some people are, sometimes you pay for ads and it brings a lot of people and other times there's nothing. Yeah. I've paid for a couple ads on Instagram and it didn't really bring about any more than what I normally bring when I would just, you know, share my reels. So, yeah, so it didn't add any value to me at that time. If I do it again, maybe, maybe I'll do it again. Um, Whereas I know another maker who ran ads and sold out of all their stuff. So it's, I think it really depends on what you're advertising and what time really it's, Mm -hmm. I feel like with everything on Instagram, it's a hit or miss.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I did uh for my my one like my, the the goods company that I had, uh, Trill Good.
1: Mm-hmm. I've kind of
0: moved away from that. It's more I just do the supply now. I was just doing too many things at one time, and I said something's got to give. And the right. supply side grew fast enough, where I said, okay, I got to focus on that. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but the brand, I did this one, um, the Trill Good brand. I did this uh, one campaign local to my city. So the city I live in is London, Ontario. I did it local to London, I just said, Hey, London, Ontario, just right at right at face value. Hey, London, Ontario. Uh, my name's Ethan Williams. I have a leather goods brand hand making, you know, full grain vegetable tan bags, blah, 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 just like really just like, here I am, and targeted right. specifically to London. And that was a huge boost for me because well, I think there's a couple of things behind that. One is you're you're introducing yourself in like a non-formal way, right? Rather than like this really like adsy kind of ad, like right. commercial in some way, and then also it's targeting just locals. So, like if I'm gonna make if if anyone's gonna follow me and buy from me, firstly it's gonna be my community, right? And if anyone if I'm gonna have a better you know return on that ad then it's going to be from me and also a better cost on that ad too. Instead of just sending it out to like all of Canada, I'm targeting the people that are more likely to follow me, more likely to buy from me. Yeah. So, so that ad was, that was really beneficial for me. Um, and I, I do believe like if people are like looking into like dabbling with, uh, with like Facebook ads and all that stuff, then like do an ad where, it's that professional ad do that Canada wide targeting but then also go super local go super specific with it and see the comparisons between the cost and the actual return
1: yeah that's a good tip i haven't done any i haven't done any local ads yet so I, I had a buddy who did um he posted to his local facebook marketplace groups mm-hmm. and through that he basically got a ton of attention some sales and got invited to do a market no for this leather goods. Yeah. yeah. So maybe a good, maybe a good thing to do. It's free advertising right there. You know, exactly. just introduce yeah. yourself. Definitely wouldn't hurt. So. Have you done any markets yet? I've done one. Yeah. yeah. So my big goals for this year, Well, that was one of my big goals for this year was really just to do a market. And uh, it wasn't like, I don't know that I was in front of like all the right people because we had another, we ran that market and then there was another market that had 200 vendors. And so we had 15. So most of the people made their way to the other, the other market. So it was a scheduling thing. So knowing who you're working with and if you're working with the right people, but for me, it was my first one. So I still made some sales and got to talk to people, educate them a little about leather goods. And so it was good. It was a good first exposure.
0: Is that something that you're going to do more of then? Do you think? I would like
1: to. Yeah. yeah, I would like to. Um, there's a lot of preparation that goes into markets, as anyone can tell you. Yeah. And being the that it was my first market, I probably over prepared because I had a lot of inventory left. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I do plan to get out there in the community and be a part of some other markets. Probably oh, not this year, next again. year. But yeah. So for the markets, I I do plan to do more. Um, the preparation is what takes a long. You know, of course, it takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Being able to kind of gauge which markets are more beneficial for you. And yep. getting the right people is huge. You know, yep. you can do a market one week and bring in a lot of sales and the next week. You're at a different market, totally different crowd and you don't sell anything. So definitely do more research next year for sure. Good.
0: Um, okay, this uh, let's go ahead and pull up there you your next pick here. Hopefully this works and hopefully you can see my shared screen. Can you see me now? Yeah, I can see you now. Okay, good. We're back on track then. So you had yeah. two more picks. This is the most spoke. Yeah. What do you What do you got from these guys?
1: Um, man, I feel like I just I just came upon them a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and you know I feel like. Some of my other friends I'm like, have you seen their stuff before? And they're like, I feel like I just noticed and I'm like, Wow, where do these guys come from? They make in- <laughs> that's our classic our classic gif, yeah. ship, <laughs> <Think laughs> put that guy in like all of our reels. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Uh <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you know, if you uh follow a couple of the same we're we're always posting the same gif on like each other's stuff. Yeah. So shout yeah, out to I'm Jordan from Thinking Ship. He's a yeah. good He's a good friend of mine. Yeah. But uh yeah, it's uh the most folk, those guys like they just bring an excellence into their into their reels. Like if you I can't hear the audio here, but if you pull up one of the reels and you listen to the audio, it's so crisp and it's yeah. just they bring such an excellence to their 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 videos and their reels. So I've been really enjoying watching them craft.
0: Yeah, this one here, I'll try to play the audio. Uh, I have no idea if it's going to translate after we're done recording, but this is like a classical piano, like slowly kind of things on the background. And then they also have, of course, like the 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 tertiary of like things, uh, the sanding it down the edges, uh, the tin opening, the hammer hitting mm-hmm. it, yeah, this is this is crisp.
1: Yeah, it's so good. They have another video where they're pulling thread, and you can hear it just crunch when they tighten it. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty sweet, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. The thing about video, the thing about video, that's the one there on top. You can see their iron, Which top one? left. This one? To the left there. This one? Down one more, yeah.
0: Oh, this is the one. Oh, the pulling of it through.
1: Yeah, I think that one or the one above it, you can literally it's got all those nice sounds to it. They gotta be using like a super
0: like good mic, no.
1: Yeah, you know, I kinda had this thought that uh you could probably get away with recording the audio after and just plug it in, in towards the video. Okay. Um I'm not sure if that's what they're doing or they're putting a mic right up close yeah, to it. Yeah. I, yeah. I think they're using a 50 millimeter lens though, and then probably just cropping in to get that close view. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everything's so precise and crispy and just, it's very soothing. And mm-hmm. I really enjoy their, their reels.
0: Now uh, we were just looking at this photo. Where is it? This sinking ship leather. I think I saw in one of your yeah. posts there that this is a guy that really inspires you. Is that correct? Did I see a post about sinking ship leather? Mm.
1: He does inspire me. He does, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> we kind of inspire one another. We're yeah, we're friends. We're we're buddies. Yeah, we met actually through Instagram and through our leather pages, but we have a lot in common. So we're always going back and forth with ideas and things.
0: That's the that's the right there. Is that oh one, yeah, that painted that painted hide. I'm not sure. That one right there.
1: Yeah, I'm not. Or sure. not the Fark. Sorry, I've never
0: used handy handy that. that.
1: Oh okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not quite sure. Oh, damn. It, he gets a lot of his leather, I think, from a local guy. So if there's like running deals on their local oh, leather okay. goods, and he'll go there and buy a whole hide.
0: Oh. But I know
1: on. he just picked some up. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: here we go. Here's you right there.
1: <laughs> the That's good channels, I I, Yeah.
0: <laughs> I honestly didn't know that uh that you could send gifts as comments.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, we do it all day. <laughs> it's kind well, of our this, thing.
0: Yeah. So I feel like this opens me up and a couple guys, time. we always
1: Yeah. <laughs> it totally does. Yeah. You can respond and reply with them too. So cool. I didn't That's know that. Fun. Yeah, we try to keep it. We try to keep it fun. Yeah. No, that's awesome.
0: Um, okay, I'll do my last one, and then we'll get into your your guy as well. Um, yep. So uh, Nick's handmade. Nick's out of uh, Spokane. Is that how you pronounce that, Christopher? Spokane, Spokane.
1: Yes, Spokane.
0: Spokane. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the toughest handmade boot since 1964. So this. I just love watching people make boots like to me, it seems like so difficult and like the process of it process of it seems so skilled in the sense, like you don't want to screw up. Like once you get to a certain amount of layers, I can imagine, I could be completely wrong here, but I think that once you get to a certain amount of layers, you really don't want to screw up. Um, so watching people make boots is a huge, a huge thing of mine. Um, and uh Nick here is uh he's been he's he makes these heavy duty boots um and he uses an eight ounce leather hide i believe it's a veg tan um i'm I'm sure it's a veg tan hide um which is is eight ounce something that you you
1: would ever work with chris you know eight ounce is something that I work with for like camera straps yeah and stuff so I know that we were going to get into it, but that's actually how I, how I started leather craft. <laughs> well, it so, was camera straps. Through, through camera strap. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. As a photographer, once you get into leather as a photographer, that's the first thing that I wanted was a leather camera strap. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now
0: did you, um, but I used, Yep. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, did you, did you sell those? Or you just make a bunch for yourself or how did that go?
1: Yeah. So the way I, the way I usually do it is like, I I won't sell anything if I don't feel like it's up to par, you know? So I, I made some for myself. Actually, when I first started and can you see me? Okay. still?
0: Yeah, I can see you fine. Yep.
1: Okay, you're frozen on my end, but as long as you can see me. Yep. So yeah. I actually went to a friend of mine who was a leather smith as well, or he was getting into leather craft and I asked him for a camera strap, but, uh, he owned several businesses, and so he was really busy, and I just – I wanted a camera strap, like, as quick as possible. So that's how I first got into leather craft. It was like, well, I'm a pretty crafty person, always making things. I'm just going to buy myself some leather. Yeah. And then I bought a bunch of – I went down to the local Tandy and bought a bunch of tools, you know, just whatever, whatever they said, hey, you got to start with this. And so I went there, got a bunch of tools, ordered some leather, and I made – I'd made a camera strap and I I literally just sewed the whole thing around, around the whole thing. I went all out and made a camera strap and it wasn't that great. It wasn't very comfortable because it wasn't the right kind of leather for a strap.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, but I got my experience in and then I, I made myself, once I got more into it, I made myself some pretty comfortable straps. Yeah. So,
0: and so yeah. are you still doing the straps then or not so much now? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I do. I do. Um, but they're more custom order. If somebody might see something that, or on my page, I think I've shared a couple posts maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, people will just know that I, I, I make them and they'll just say, Hey, can you make me a strap? Yeah. Or do you, do you make a strap? You know, get that to you quite a bit and yeah, yeah I'll still make them. So, hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, what's your What's the leather that you're using on like Is it a veg tan, chrome tan, eight ounce or?
1: Um, so for the straps, I use a chrome tan. So I I, I I use I usually use Horween just because it's already broken in, feels great. Um, I still do an edge bevel on it, um, but other than that, I mean, I think they're they're really comfortable. You might. Have an argument of saying, "Hey, it can stretch over time, or it's a softer leather." But I haven't had any issues with mine, and all the customers I've made for have been pretty pleased with them. Yeah. Also, the uh, what is it? The Minerva smooth. Okay. You can make some great straps with those, and then it's the veg tan, but uh, you have to buy like a a double shoulder or something just to get that strap length out of it.
0: Where are you going for your Minerva Smooth? Are you going to like Rocky Mountain or do you have a local guy?
1: Yeah. No, I I do go with uh, Rocky Mountain. Most of the time I go with Rocky Mountain. Yeah. Simply because they they offer it in panels. And sometimes, I mean, mostly I do custom, a lot of custom work right now. Mm. So there might be some one-offs that I'm doing and they saw something on my page. Or do you have this type, this colored leather so Rocky Mount makes it easy. Just buy small panels of it, Yep. and they don't they don't charge for shipping. I mean, they take oh. a long time, and <laughs> probably not gonna probably not gonna talk about that too much. But uh, oh, no, yeah. yeah, they uh, but yeah, they ship for free, so that's always nice. Yeah, I like... and uh, for the straps though. Yep.
0: No, no, go ahead. Sorry.
1: Yeah, for the straps though, I buckle guy. They they sell they sell in strap leather, so. Yep instead of buying a double shoulder, you can buy straps. They don't make any more nervous, smooth straps, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're a good place to get straps from.
0: So Bucky, Buckle Guy and Rocky Mountain Leather are kind of your, your go-to, would you say?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm looking into, um, if I'm gonna buy another hide, the next hide I'll probably get from Buy Leather Online. Mm-hmm. Um, check into their prices. There's a bunch of crafters, Lighthouse, Alex from Lighthouse, you can use their like promo codes for 7% off yep. um, that plus the shipping, even though it's, you know, out of the country, they're pretty quick. Yeah. So they'll get it here in a week or less. So I'll probably yeah, go well, with them next time and get a hide.
0: Yeah. No, there, I remember when I wasn't supplying, I was going with them for a couple things just because they're, they're quick shipping. It's not, it's not relative. It's not a, a, a expensive. Going from over there, either. So, yeah, it's just um, uh, the import fee is something you have to expect, right? But yeah, they're good. I like them. Um,
1: yeah, for sure.
0: Now, where am I at on this? Um, who was your last, who was your other guy that we were shouting out? Where are we at?
1: Uh, and
0: here. Antir, oh, Antir, yes. Okay, I'm glad you brought this guy up because
1: he's Man, someone that I was it. really following a lot of. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to pull up the screen. Let me know when you share your screen because uh, I'm not able to see you. You've been frozen for a few minutes.
0: Oh, have I been? Damn.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's just like the, I don't know if it's because it's Canada and the States, but... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it could be the streaming oh, yeah, platform.
0: That. Like that I mean the Riverside this platform seems I mean I don't know any difference, so maybe there's better platforms that are better streaming. But uh anyways. I have it up now, the reel that you send me. I don't know if you can see the screen recording, but
1: Yeah. Yeah I can see it.
0: Okay. So what, what drew you to this reel?
1: I saw this reel, like when you go to the search in Instagram, you'll see a bunch of suggestions. And so I I saw it and I was like, holy smokes, you know, like right when I saw it, I was like, wow, that's like just the video itself is incredible. I love that it's moody, but I love that he zooms in macro. And it's like, in my mind, It sparked like so many thoughts. Like, how did he shoot this? You know? Where is the camera? Because it's got the view where he's pulling it. So it's gotta be like right in front of him. I get asked all the time, like, Oh, I wanna see your setup and I'm like, actually you don't wanna see my setup. It doesn't look pretty, you know? But you do what you do for the shot. So I'm thinking like, was the camera right in front of his body, (laughs) like just to get this shot. But I did I did hit them up and they got back to me and he has a film team, at least, of one, uh, one other person, but he's not shooting these himself. So um, they used, I think they used a couple of different uh, takes. So a couple different camera takes on that one.
0: Yeah, his whole, like, it's all pretty moody, and I really like that look.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: So this is him right here.
1: Yeah, he does a lot of like full videos, or, like full builds, which I really like because I actually learn from these things too. You know, you, I feel like there's so many ways to do the same thing mm-hmm. with weathercraft. So it might be more comfortable if some people stitch towards themselves, some stitch away, mm-hmm. the end result looks the same, you know? So I love seeing other crafters do things like this because you pick up little tips or tricks here and there
0: yep no yeah. absolutely
1: yeah and this guy saw like it's filmed so well
0: man like i can i don't know about you but i can watch this and it's it comes a problem sometimes where i'm like on for an hour to, an oh. hour and a half like washing leather crafting reels and i'm like what am i doing oh right yeah now?
1: for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I watch this. I'm like, I want to quit right no. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or like, they're also, I'm the either inspired
1: time. or I want to quit.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's motivational, but then it's yeah, also yeah. like, damn, why am I not like that yeah.
1: yet? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. I mean, the biggest, one of the biggest things is get out there and fail. Like
0: yeah,
1: when you, when you make something or you prototype something or have an idea, like go out there and try it. Because chances are your first one's not going to be, it's not going to be a winner, you know? Like you create what you were thinking of in your mind through a bunch of failures, you know? It's just if you don't sit down and actually put it together, you, you're you not really failing. You're just learning how to not make it. You're like, I'm that much closer to making it the way that I want it to be. I got to yeah. tweak this or tweak that. And you're learning along the way. You're getting your experience, you know? And then it might take several chances like I have a a horizontal stitchless wallet and I've been working on it for over a year and a half just I just kind of put it off to the side and every once in a while I'll take a look at it and it's like 98 9% done some people say it's done. But Mm -hmm. there's that like 1% where I'm like I just want to get this part right. But um, yeah, I feel like we all have those ideas that we're so close on. And it's just like getting out there and doing it.
0: Yeah. I can agree with that. And like, it kind of like, it's once you get out there and do it, it, it kind of moves you further into doing more things. You know, it gives you that like extra oh, yeah. little push to keep on going. Is like, what mm-hmm. is that push and pull for you? Like, what's that, that thing that keeps driving you to continue designing, continue being the artist and, and creating things like it. what yeah. What is it? Yeah.
1: Well, naturally, I've just, I've always been that kid that you can give me, like my grandparents gave me a box of Legos for Christmas for like 10 Christmases in a row, <laughs> you know, like it was the same gift over and over and over. And I was ecstatic as if like, as the first time I saw it. So I was always building, always creating. There's that itch in me that wants to like make stuff. So this gives me an outlet to be able to do that. And Like if I have a a long day or if I have, I'm always, I always have ideas. There's always things. I have like a whole list of things that I want to work on and make and try to create. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that, that alone keeps me going, keeps me crafting and creating. And I love naturally as well. I love to share. So I'm always someone who loves to share. So the leather, the leather work wasn't made out of wanting to sell things and create a business it was more so made out of like look what I made Mm -hmm. I want to share it with you guys and the fact that people kind of follow along and have been enjoying following along some people order some things that's always that's just icing on the cake for me Mm -hmm. so
0: do you get ever overwhelmed with being creative
1: I get overwhelmed with having so many ideas that, that I'm not able to work on, you know, <laughs> just the fact that i like, I have so many, I think one of the things too is that if I get a lot of custom orders at once where I have a lot of life stuff going on, which is very common because, you know, two kids in school, I work full time outside of this. Mm-hmm. My wife is pregnant. It's, it's like, I don't always have the time to sit and craft. So sometimes that makes me, that makes me stressful, you know, because I, I can, I can, Want to? I'm not a people pleaser, but I want to do the best that I can. Yep. And I want to like over, you know, just under promise. What is it? Under promise, over deliver. Yeah. I always have that mentality. Yeah. I always have that mentality. I want to do it. Hey, I'll ship it out next week, and I ship it like tomorrow or get it done. So that stresses me out that I'm not able to get to that level sometimes. Mm -hmm. Other than that, like I don't get stressed out on like drafting. Or anything like that. I don't really have anything that frustrates me besides like maybe skiving and pockets. Oh yeah. Uh other than that, Why it's that? very it's very much enjoyable. It's because I suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I feel like that's the one thing. What's that?
0: I said do you like rip a hole before you get to the end or that's, yeah,
1: I mean, it's not always consistent. Um I'm getting better at it you know, which I, I just need to spend some time with it. There's, there are a couple of things that I just need to really spend time with. Um, another thing is that like, just obviously keep your, keep your tools sharp. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're skiving a pocket, keep it sharpen as many times as you need to skype that pocket down, you know? Um, so obviously with better tools, you won't have to do that as much because they hold your edge longer, mm-hmm. but yeah. the the tools make a huge difference. But guiding is probably one of those things that I probably can do without and I'd be just fine.
0: Yeah, true, true enough. Yeah. So we're getting close to the end here. Um, I think we've gone through our set list of what we wanted to kind of I wanted to touch on. Was there anything like anything that you want to talk specifically about that you think will benefit the community or just benefit to have the conversation?
1: Um, you know, not comparing yourself to other people, Mm -hmm. but I feel like that's with every, in every aspect of life, we get to this place where we compare ourselves all the time. You know, if it's not through craft, it's through our work or it's not through our work. It's through another family. Someone else has a really nice house and this and that or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we just compare ourselves, but everybody's journey is different. And with leather work, it's no different. There's, there's so much comparison. Um, there's so much like, this was my idea, and they took my idea, or whatever. Sure, sure. And that's, that's hard to get around leather craft. You know, like, a car is a car. It could be a different car, but the function is the same. So, if you're making a wallet, a wallet's a wallet. It has to hold things. Yeah. How you make it, you know, may vary, but there could be similarities. So, that's, sometimes that's hard in the in the leatherworking community just comparing yourself or so and so has 80,000 or 100,000 followers on what am I doing wrong exactly things like that Um, yeah Yeah. I I I always say if you're going to follow someone follow for inspiration not because you're you know you're don't let it be a discouragement you know their success be a discouragement yep just let it drive you be encouraged by it be okay with saying, Hey, I'm not there yet. Or being not afraid to step out and ask, ask them questions. Hey, I could use your advice. I see you're at where I want to be, you know, and then just ask your question. Yeah. So do you think that's, um,
0: like pride that gets in our way when it comes to that, like when it comes to, mm, like, is it pride or is it like humility, you know? Like, right. Like what, why, what's the thing that's, yeah, think, that's making us yeah. compare?
1: I think that, I mean, it can be, it can be pride for sure. It can be pride for sure. I think that that's naturally one of those temptations when you get out there in any craft or in any field, you know, or pride can keep you from, it can keep you from a lot of things. It can keep you from, you know, get, getting to your potential, Yeah. um, or from asking those questions that you have Mm -hmm. or saying like, I'm just going to do it myself. I don't think anyone can really build something 100% solely by themselves. You know, I mean, I mean, that's, I guess that's a bold statement. We we need each other. I mean, that's what, for me anyways, that drives me to keep creating is surrounding myself by people who also create, who are doing things that I want to do. And then also having people who aren't where, on the app that I'm able to pour into, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think pride can definitely get in the way of that for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Is there anything that you do specifically to like, like, I know I struggle with like seeing something, and like, it's not, I wouldn't say struggle is the right word, but like, um, there's definitely moments where I'm like, why am I, why am I, um, upset that I'm not where I want to be yet, right? Um, yeah. And like, like, I have goals, we all have goals. And it takes so damn long Mm -hmm. to get to where you want to be. Um, Yeah. So what is it like, if you've experienced that, that feeling that emotion? um, I know, for me, it was trying to enjoy the moment more than getting to the end, right? So enjoy, like, and everyone says enjoy the process, but actually being able to enjoyed the process and slow it down because life is damn quick mm-hmm. you know and you gotta it, like they say, yeah. you gotta stop to slow it down every once in a while you might just miss it uh, and um for me like crafting making things at some point I was just like just go 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 and I said am I enjoying this anymore so now i it's just stopping and doing making a bag once a month rather than trying to get it two done in a week you know um so what is it for you that is what i'm saying making sense and if it if it connects is there anything that you, that you do to help be in the moment
1: yeah um honestly staying creative like i like i said i have a lot of ideas mm-hmm. um i have a lot of ideas but Really, it's being able to sit and craft is just, like I said, it's really therapeutic for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it is, but being able to use my hands, um, see an idea that started in my mind, sketch it on a notepad or whatever else, and then being able to actually get the raw, get the materials, put it together and see the end result has brought me so much satisfaction. So like something that's helped me enjoy that that process is, just really just making myself be be in that moment of creating Mm -hmm. so I I mean there's place there are places that I want to be this far along as well I I initially started this thing with like let's see where this is going to go like I said I didn't start off thinking I'm going to make this a business but once I got into it I'm like well this can be something that's sustainable so there are some goals in mind and I feel like like you said life happens so fast and it doesn't slow down for anyone so i'm in that place where i'm like i i want it to slow down so i can get some fundamentals and some rudimentary things in place mm-hmm. so this can be sustainable but yep. honestly just being able to work on things that i i enjoy or i think of helps me stay in that moment and that's like i said i like i love custom work i love custom orders. That's where the majority of my content comes from. But I'm getting pretty excited that those are kind of slowing down so that I can actually just experiment more. That's that's where I'm at now, is just being in that experimental phase, trying different things, trying different leathers, um, different combinations of leathers, things like that. That excites me.
0: That's awesome. I love hearing that, Christopher.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay, well, we're pretty well at the end here. Let's do that speed round we talked about. Um,
1: yeah, so I feel like there s- should be some like game music or something.
0: I know, I don't. Maybe I can post edit that. I'm gonna, like, this is the first one, so like, there's I'm some open. speed
1: rounds. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. Okay, let's do it. Um. Yeah. How would that? How would yes? Yeah, it's we, we just gotta take it from like some game show. Maybe I'll we'll just clip out a game show. Yeah. Whatever.
1: <laughs> That'd be sweet. Yeah, okay. that's what I think. Speed rounds, you know.
0: Yeah. What would be a game show that we could clip out? Do you watch any game shows like that or oh, like?
1: I used to. I feel like they're not as popular as they used to be. You know, back in the nineties. Yeah. I'm like I'm like dating myself, of course. But oh gosh, I'd have to think about that one.
0: Dude, <laughs> do you remember um, Survivor and? Survivors One. Uh Amazing Race. Do you remember Amazing Race? And Survivor and Amazing Race?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What
0: was what's that memory for you?
1: I I mean I just have this picture of the people being voted off and they yeah. like you know, they just put out their tiki torch, you know, <laughs> like Yeah. I just yeah, that those were wild shows back yeah. in the day really. Those
0: were the best shows. i like for me it's like uh we they were, were just, they were. everyone would just like everybody's watching that. Like the whole country's watching yeah. that. You know?
1: Oh yeah. Millions yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's pretty surreal. Like uh Survivor, good. what a what a cool vibe it was too, man. I I miss that shit. But they're still playing it. Oh, yeah. It's just I'm just whatever.
1: <laughs> you know? Right. I've been watching um I've been really enjoying watching Alone. Oh yeah. So they they have all these people who are like, they're just from different fields of like expertise and they'll put them in a secluded place mm-hmm. and then just leave them. They get like two things or three things that they can take with them. And then they, they just leave them. They live off the land and whoever survives the longest wins. Like, I don't even remember $500,000 Just some like massive amount of money. Yeah. But it's, it's a wild watching that
0: and they can be um, out there for as long as no one else quits. So it really they just survive. F-
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And sometimes, and the thing is too, is that they don't know when the other people quit. So they just got to keep pushing, you know,
0: is that like, on streaming or what's the that camera?
1: Um, I believe it's on Disney plus, I think yeah. it's a, uh, yeah, I think it's on, I think it's on Disney plus national geographic show or something. Mm-hmm. yeah they'll like the camera person will show up and they'll think it's an interview and they're just like yep i'm trying to go as long as i can and they have to measure their weight and see if they're healthy enough to continue and they're like i'm good i promise i'm good you know <laughs> they're like dying and then uh they're like well you're the last one <laughs> so it's it's cool
0: yeah actually i do remember my buddy was telling me about uh, the one guy and he like got a moose no was it a moose yeah yeah, but they're not very fatty. So even though he's eating a bunch of the moose, like yeah. he was still like burning a bunch of cows, right? And keep anything on.
1: Yep, yep. That was uh, I remember that episode actually. It yeah. was like, who knew, like, the guy with the moose would be the one going home because there's not much fat, there's some in yeah. the brain or whatever. But he had an entire moose and he didn't last. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's crazy. Oh, so,
1: it's crazy, it yeah. is really crazy
0: all right speed round uh, what is your favorite tool to use
1: my favorite tool to use is definitely a straight blade Skype knife right now I I bought sec, second hand I, I initially got one from Weaver they offer a pretty good one uh, Japanese deal but uh, I got a Palo one from a buddy of mine that I bought second hand he used it maybe once or twice and uh i just love that thing i don't have to bust out the ruler for my straight cuts or anything and it's just so it's so versatile
0: awesome what is your favorite book slash movie
1: that's a tough question i I mean i don't read as much as i probably should uh so i'll go with my favorite movie Mm -hmm. that's uh probably the last samurai it's an old one with tom Cruise.
0: Cruise, dude. I, just,
1: I love yeah. Yeah, dude, it's a good movie, man. I just like the the honor and respect about the movie. You know, like I'm half I'm half Asian, so learning respect and honor towards mm-hmm. like your elders and towards people is something that's just a part of the culture. It's a it's a part of a lot of Asian culture. Mm-hmm. Um so I've been able to incorporate that in my life and stuff, but yeah, that's big in the movie and I I like to see that. That's awesome. It's just a great film. I feel like I feel like films aren't made; they're not what they used to be back then, too. I feel like,
0: uh, yeah, Tom Cruise though he's just one of those guys that also just love making movies. So I feel like you can't go yeah. wrong with Tom Cruise's movies, especially his older ones.
1: Right. Yeah, for sure. There's, uh, I don't know if you've seen, it, there's like a lot of deep fakes with Tom Cruise going around now. It's wild what technology can do nowadays. Yeah. oh man it's
0: scary where it's cool. Well, I don't I guess it can be scary it if, but it's also kind of cool. Sure.
1: Yeah, oh yeah.
0: Um, if you could live anywhere in the anywhere in the world, where would it be?
1: That's also a tough question. I probably say Switzerland. Yeah, I've only ever seen photos and videos of it, but it absolutely looks gorgeous there. Like, the I'm I'm a photographer again. I'm a photographer, and I do video. So, seeing the photos and videos of that place, I'm like, it's so majestic. Mm-hmm. Nature everywhere. I I would say Switzerland.
0: Cool. What is your number yeah. one tip to new crafters?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I feel like we've touched up on it already. But don't it stay true to what you what you like. You know. I we say to each other as photographer to photographer, like shoot what you want to attract. If that's what you want to attract, shoot that. You want to do weddings, shoot weddings. Show weddings. You can do other shoots but only post the weddings or more of that stuff. So I say like be true and be loyal to what you like. If you like wallets, if you like bags, obviously you can veer different directions if you want get kind of i feel like in the beginning you just kind of do a little bit of everything you know uh but stay true to what you like and what you want to do if you start making so much for other people i think you you'll get to that point where you're kind of burnt you'll burn out so stay true to what you like and what you enjoy
0: awesome and um yeah maybe that leads into the next question but uh, what's your number one tip on how to sustain
1: Honestly, staying around people who, who are better than you, or people who motivate you, and we we looked at those videos earlier, yep. And we watched those and we're like, wow, you know, like I have some goals to attain to or some things I need to work on. Mm-hmm. That that drives that kind of thing drives me. It drives my creativity. Yep. It drives my my like desire to film better, to shoot better. Or to present something that's more professional, you can look at those things easily and be discouraged. But I'm always I'm always motivated and encouraged by this thing. So be around a community that can push you, that can challenge you, but mostly that just there to support you and help you succeed. That's awesome.
0: I really like that advice. Yeah. Um. All right, man.
1: Hope I help someone.
0: <laughs> What's that?
1: Oh, I said I hope it helps someone. For sure. Oh,
0: absolutely. It helps me even. It really does. I mean, the hearing hearing those type of things like it it just you need you don't you need you need reminders. You constantly need reminders. Of oh yeah. Where the where of not what to do but like different ways to think. Right? Absolutely. And a lot of the times it is just that door that's you know, it's got a it's, it's got a slight crack to it. You can see the light coming through, mm-hmm. but you need someone to open it the
1: rest of the right. way. Right, right, so. And other people will definitely that definitely challenge you or bring that out of you. I feel like so. And it sounds cliche, but definitely surround yourself by by a community of people. It doesn't have to be a lot of people. People who can push you and motivate you. I know, I know I was, we brought up Jordan from sinking ship. Find your close friends that you can grow together with, you know.
0: Yeah. That's fantastic. All right, man. We've gone through an hour 15. Anything you want to say before we head yep.
1: out? Oh, man, well, just thank you for having me. Like it's a yep. it's really an honor. I feel like I I feel like I don't deserve to, you know, be interviewed because I may have not been doing it as long as someone else, but everything I do, I want to do with excellence and stuff. So if there's any, anybody listening, if you ever have any questions or you see something that I make, please shoot me a DM. I'm an open book and I'd love to help. So.
0: Royal dot leather on Instagram. And, uh, your, okay. your website's coming out soon. Yes, sir. Awesome. Awesome. I'll, uh, if it comes out, well, yeah. as soon as it does come out, I'll make sure it's included in the link for the podcast. And, uh, other than that, man, have a great afternoon. I really appreciate you coming out to speak with me, and uh, hopefully we can do this again.
1: No, oh, I'd love to. Thanks, thanks again
0: for having me. Ethan. awesome. Talk to you soon. All right, dude. Thank you for joining us on this leather filled journey today. We hope you found inspiration and creativity in every word shared on this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, don't forget to subscribe, like, rate this video, comment below. Your feedback fuels our passion to bring you more captivating stories from the world of leather crafting and artistry. And for even more leather magic and to stay up to date on our latest episodes, be sure to give us a follow. On Instagram, Wilfred's Leather Co. Visit our website, wilfredsleatherco.ca. Subscribe to us on YouTube. And of course, you'll find in the show notes additional resources on ways to connect and links to what we spoke about in today's podcast. Remember, your creative journey with leather is boundless. So keep those ideas flowing, those tools clicking, and those stitches tight. Together, we're crafting a world where artistry knows no bounds. Until next time, fellow artisans, keep innovating, keep creating, and keep embracing the art of leather. This is Ethan Williams signing off the Creators Flow podcast. Stay creative, stay passionate, and most importantly, stay leathery. Goodbye for now. We can't wait to have you back on our leather-filled adventure.